Hello. Welcome back to Line Breaker Sports. I'm Game Day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. This is episode 18. We have a picked, packed show for you folks. Uh, NFL, college football, we have it all. We have our best bets, upset specials. We'll give you all of our records uh, for the year for the year to date, as well as our past week. We had a bye week last week, folks. Uh, we had some traveling logistics that we had to work through, and uh, Benny Buckets cr- traveling cross country to come visit Game Day Greg for a little bit. Uh, we did have a wedding to go to, but it's always good to see Benny Buckets in the flesh. Uh, I, I asked him in person how he was doing, as opposed to on this pod. He gave me the same answer, just some soccer talk or and some soccer lines. How he did the soccer picks, uh, some same thing every time I ask him. But uh, no, uh, Benny Buckets, how are you doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. We're back. Uh, it's a little bye week, folks. Everyone, college, you get two bye weeks. The NFL, the bye week. We used a bye week, folks, uh, on the picks. So uh, we are not picking every college football game this season. That's okay. It's okay. But... The way life goes sometimes. Folks. We weren't anyways with the old uh, FCS debate there. So <laughs> that's, that's true. We weren't anyways, so it's really no loss, uh, as, it, as it turns out, with the no line. <laughs> Game day, Greg wanted to do some sort of ad, ad hoc game line for the FCS. FBI. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, that, that folks, was... to pick the extra games during the day of the game. But that, that was uh, apparently... Over. It's not on the podcast. It does not count. It's as if it never happened. If uh, like, if yes, because social media is not not a thing nowadays. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think more people see the tweets as opposed to listen to this podcast. It's fake so, news. Uh, fake news, sir. Fake news. Oh, oh boy, media. I digress. Uh, I digress. The digression. The digression has already entered the vernacular of the podcast. So, about it's two minutes. Been in, minute so. two. Yes, I was just going to say minute two into the podcast. But well, we are uh, good. We're, I'm happy to be here. back. You're doing well. Of we course. will have uh, we will have soccer talk because I know that is what many of you are here for with bated breath. We will be doing soccer talk this week, so the return, the triumphant return of soccer talk, will be in effect. Game day, Greg. I'm sure will be very happy to uh, accommodate this as he's already four and one, folks. Three and one or four and one, one or the other. He's He's doing We're very well. For soccer talk. We're doing saving it well for soccer, soccer talk. talk. It's the buildup for soccer talk. So, soccer talk. Yes. Uh, but yes, four and one of the best bets, but we're not mentioning okay. that. All right. Yeah, um, moving right along, let's do college football first. It's college football week five, where we finally ha- are out of the FCS versus FBS matchups. For the uh, most part. For, There's a few. There's for the most few. part. There's, There's two or three, I think, uh, this week. But, uh, yeah, no, exciting times. So we have our picks in. We don't have to run through every single disclaimer and thought we could possibly think of and Jeopardy music and more music on top of that to get through uh, college football picks. So let's just get right into it. Benny Buckets, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Actually, I'll go first. I'll, okay. I'll run through. Yes, very good. very good. I'll run through these week five picks for you folks. Um, oh, I did See that I left one out already. I will get this out of the way. Uh, Benny Buckets, what do we have for the line? I believe I asked this. Clemson versus Syracuse. Six and a half. Clemson is minus six and a half. Perfect. 
pick is made based on that information and my vast, vast knowledge of Clemson, Syracuse. All right. There you go. Excellent. Let's get rolling here. Uh, Starting off, uh, week five, Middle Tennessee versus Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky minus six. Temple versus Tulsa. uh, Temple plus three. Jacksonville State versus Sam Houston. I'm going to take Jacksonville State minus a six and a half. Louisville versus NC State, over 55.5. Utah versus Oregon State, over 44.5. Louisiana Tech versus UTEP, UTEP minus one. Cincinnati versus BYU, give me over 48.5. Georgia versus Auburn, under 45.5. Michigan versus Nebraska, Michigan minus 17. Alabama versus Mississippi State, give me Alabama minus 14.5. LSU versus Ole Miss. This is going to be quite the showdown, folks. Uh, I'll take Ole Miss plus two and a half. USC versus Colorado. This will be my first best bet of the week, folks. Over 73 and a half. You could put this line at 80, 85. I don't think it really matters. I don't see Colorado's defense stopping USC. And I don't, quite frankly, even see their backups. Uh USC's backups being stopped by Colorado State or Colorado's starting D. So it is going to be a shootout. I could see Colorado putting up some points, uh, playing for Dion a little bit in front of that home crowd, but I will always just take the over. So over 73 and a half in that game. Uh, Penn State versus Northwestern, under 46. Clemson versus Syracuse, Syracuse plus six and a half. Clemson looked awful last week. Washington versus Arizona, Washington minus 19 and a half. Uh, Kansas versus Texas, give me Texas minus 16 and a half. South Carolina, Tennessee, give me Tennessee minus 12 and a half. Notre Dame versus Duke, this is my second best bet of the week, folks. Give me over 52 in this game. I love Notre Dame's offense. I, I don't see them being stopped. And Duke is more than a basketball team, folks. They are the real deal when it comes to their football squad. So I see points galore. So over 52. Oregon, Stanford, over 61. Uh, West Virginia, TCU. Give me West Virginia plus 12. Iowa State, Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma minus 20. Texas A&M versus Arkansas, over 54. Texas, uh, UAB versus Tulane, under 58.5. Michigan State versus Iowa. Give me under 36.5. Florida versus Kentucky, Florida plus one and a half. And then we're going to go on a run of unders. Indiana versus Maryland, under 50 and a half. Uh, Illinois versus Purdue, under 53 and a half. That looks like that run is a little bit shorter than I thought. Uh, Missouri versus Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt plus 13. Arizona State versus California, give me over 47 and a half. Uh, Virginia versus Boston College, Boston College minus three and a half. Bowling Green versus Virginia Tech, under 51.5. Pittsburgh versus Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh minus 2.5. Houston versus Texas Tech, Texas Tech minus 8.5. Baylor versus UCF, over 55. Arkansas State versus UMass, under 55.5. Charlotte versus SMU, Charlotte plus 23.5. East Carolina versus Rice, East Carolina plus 3.5. Boise State versus Memphis, Memphis minus 3.5. Troy versus Georgia State. Give me Georgia State minus one and a half. South Alabama versus James Madison. Give me James Madison minus a three. Old Dominion versus Marshall over 46 and a half. 
Appalachian State versus University of Louisiana Monroe over 51. Texas State versus Southern Miss. This is my third best bet of the week, folks. Give me under 62 and a half. Any USM game in the 50s, I would bet the under. Uh, so for it to be in the 60s, I am definitely uh, going to sway on the under. I'm not going to actually pick the game myself. However, I, I don't see this many points being scored in this game. So give me the under 62 and a half in that game. Ball State versus Western Michigan, under 50 and a half. Eastern Michigan versus Central Michigan, under 48. Buffalo versus Akron, give me Buffalo, plus two and a half. Miami of Ohio versus Kent State, under 48. Nevada versus Fresno State, over 50. Louisiana versus uh, Minnesota, under 48 and a half. Uh, Utah State versus UConn, UConn plus six. South Florida versus Navy, South Florida plus three and a half. Uh, Northern Illinois versus Toledo, automatic under 48 and a half. Uh, whenever Northern Illinois plays, I'm just always going with the under. It seems to be doing well so far. Hawaii versus UNLV, Hawaii plus 11. I like the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors uh, in this one, actually. New Mexico versus Wyoming, Wyoming minus 14. Coastal Carolina versus Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern minus six and a half. And the last game of the week, folks, San Diego State versus Air Force. Air Force minus 10 and a half. Should we take a break, uh, pause the podcast? And yeah. <laughs> Can we get yeah. the best bets again, please, sir? Can you please rattle that off one more time so it's easier? Oh, to no. Um, all right. Okay, I will have to down by look through again. We can't listen. We we we're not allowed to listen to the podcast, folks. Well, we can, listen. but it would be easier to find. We have to spend another ten minutes looking through. I believe uh, you said USC Colorado over USC Colorado over seventy three and a half. Yes, that okay. is one. All right. Uh, Notre Dame Duke over fifty two. I believe is the second one. Over 52. and Texas State versus Southern Miss under sixty two and a half. That was a lot easier than I thought. Perfect. USM. You are up 62 and a half. Okay, great. Thank you. And sir. by the way, folks, these are not in um, chronological order. Which, or chronological order. Thank you. Uh, the, the word was escaping me. Yes. Uh, we just, this was a template that uh, we filled out in the beginning of the year and rode with it. So yeah. some uh, of the games, games, the times were not announced. Some of the yes. game times. Yes. yes. TBD is what that means. Perfect. Um, all right. You are up, sir. All right, so we're going to start off with tomorrow's slate, Thursday's slate. Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky, minus six and a half. Temple, Tulsa, Tulsa, minus three and a half. Jacksonville State, Sam Houston State, under 36 and a half. Louisville against North Carolina State, North Carolina State, plus three and a half at home. Utah State, Oregon State, Oregon State, minus three and a half. I believe it's Utah versus Oregon State. Right. I said I say Utah State, excuse me. Utah versus Oregon State. Oregon State still minus three and a half. Louisiana Tech at UTEP. Louisiana Tech plus one. This will also be my first best bet of the week, folks. Uh, I have made the mistake backing UTEP as a favorite, I believe a two-point favorite at Northwestern, probably the worst team in all of the power five. And they lost three to seven. Since then, I have faded them every week, and I will continue to do so. Last week was against UNLV, minus two and a half. And UNLV won by 17, 45-28. So I will continue that trend. Give me Louisiana Tech plus one. That will be my first best bet of the week. Label it as such. 
Next up, uh, Georgia-Auburn, the Saturday slate, under 45.5. Michigan-Nebraska, Michigan minus 17. Alabama-Mississippi State, under 47.5. Folks, this will be best bet number two. Best bet number two, under on the Alabama-Mississippi State. Mississippi State has not scored much this year, and Alabama's got some major quarterback issues and a very good defense. So I like the under here very much. So under 47 for Alabama, Mississippi State, best bet number two for Benny Buckets on a week five college football slate. Moving right along, LSU will miss. LSU minus two and a half on the road. Uh, and the third best bet, I will I will mirror or copy game day, Greg, here over 73 and a half. I agree. This line could be 90, and I would still probably take the over. So give me over 73 and a half. I did get this back a couple weeks ago when the line was 70, so that was a good line. But uh, best bet number three, over 73 and a half on USC Colorado. We are done with the best bets. Very early on in the slate here, folks. Next up, Penn State Northwestern under 46. Clemson Syracuse, Clemson minus six and a half. Washington at Arizona, Washington minus 19 and a half. Kansas, Texas over 61 and a half. South Carolina, Tennessee, over 63.5. Notre Dame, Duke, under 52. Uh, Oregon, Stanford, Oregon, minus 27. West Virginia, TCU, TCU, minus 12. Iowa State at Oklahoma, Oklahoma, minus 20. Texas A&M at Arkansas, Texas A&M, minus 6. UAB at Tulane, over 58.5. Michigan State at Iowa, Iowa, minus 12.5. Florida at Kentucky, Florida plus a point and a half. Indiana at Maryland, Maryland minus 14. Illinois at Purdue, under 38, uh, sorry, under 53 and a half. Wagner, Rutgers, no line. <laughs> I had to do that once. No, I no line. <laughs> Just for game day, Greg. Missouri at Vanderbilt, over 54 and a half. Arizona State at Cal, Arizona State plus 12 and a half. Virginia at Boston College, under 54 and a half. Bowling Green at Georgia Tech, Bowling Green plus 22. Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh minus 2.5. Houston at Texas Tech, Texas Tech minus 8.5. Baylor at UCF, Baylor plus 11.5. Arkansas State at UMass, UMass minus 1. Charlotte at SMU, over 53.5. East Carolina at Rice, Rice minus 3.5. Boise State at Memphis, under 60. Um, Troy at Georgia State. Georgia State minus a point and a half. South Alabama at James Madison under 49 and a half. Old Dominion at Marshall, Old Dominion plus 14. Appalachian State at University of Louisiana Monroe over 51. Uh, Texas State at Southern Miss over 62 and a half. Ball State at Western Michigan, Ball State plus a point and a half. Eastern Michigan at Central Michigan. Eastern Michigan plus seven and a half. Buffalo at Akron. Akron minus two and a half. Miami of Ohio at Kent State. Kent State plus 15. Nevada at Fresno State under 50. Louisiana at Louisiana Lafayette at Minnesota under 48 and a half. Utah State at UConn. UConn plus six. South Florida at Navy under 54 and a half. Northern Illinois at Toledo under 48 and a half. Hawaii at UNLV, over 59.5. New Mexico at Wyoming, under 42. Coastal Carolina at Georgia Southern, over 64.5. Utah Tech at Colorado State, no line. Last game, San Diego State at Air Force, over 43.5. There we go. And once again, those best bets for Benny Buckets are 
Louisiana Tech plus the one at UTEP on Friday night. Alabama at Mississippi State on Saturday, under 47. And then USC at Colorado on the Fox Big Noon kickoff, over 73 and a half. Your three best bets for Benny Buckets for week number five. Perfect. And I think we should go over the records, folks. I don't believe we actually went over the college football records before we started picking, did we? We did not. Okay. All right. So the college football so far year to date, Betty Buckets is 74 and 79. In week three, he went 24 and 30. Uh, year to date for game day, Greg, 83 and 69. In week three, I went 22 and 31. Mm-hmm. So we look to improve upon our records there. Benny Buckets is five games away from being 500, which is the ultimate goal. So he's very close. And let's move right along to the NFL Week 4 slate. The here NFL we Week 4 slate. Let's give the records here. Uh, yes. In week number two, game day, Greg, 6-9-1 overall in the season, 13-18-1. For Benny Buckets in week number two, 11-4-1 overall in the Holy. season. For Benny Buckets, 16-15-1. What a week two to turn that record around for you, bud. Wow. Thank you, sir. Appreciate. It. Yes, we went from we went from five and eleven to over five hundred in the span of went from six games under five hundred to a game over five hundred in the span of a week. So we will That's take. That's why it. they play the games. That's why they play the games. We will take it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go ahead and highlight our first game? Yes, our first game is a Thursday night football game in Lambeau Field. We have got the a divisional matchup. Probably, well, not even probably, the two best teams in the NFC North at this point. And I don't see this changing given the the futility of both the Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears. The Detroit Lions are playing at Lambeau after they knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs last year at Lambeau. The last time they played each other in week number 18 of the regular season, Sunday night football. Detroit playing for nothing, won the game as an outright winner, I believe as a six-point underdog. Um, in that circumstance, effectively ending Aaron Rodgers' career with the Green Bay Packers at that point. And uh, they're back there tomorrow night. The weather should be a little bit warmer. I believe it was rather chilly there in January. Be a little bit nicer uh, weather there. Late September, Thursday night game. Al Michaels, uh, Kirk Herbstreit, and Kaylee Hartung on the call. We've got Detroit minus a point and a half. Green Bay plus a point and a half at home. Totals 46, Detroit is minus 120, and Green Bay is plus 100. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you go ahead, sir. You go first. All right. We'll, we I, will alternate. We will alternate. Yeah, go ahead. I was hemming and hawing on this one, to be honest. I, I was going back and forth between two plays, and I decided I'm going to go with the under in this game. Under 46. Okay. I just think... This is going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I was debating between the Lions, uh, the win here and this. I I don't know what to make of the Packers. I mean, I I hear they're good. I mean, I haven't seen Jordan uh, one Jordan Love highlight this year. (laughs) Hasn't come across my social media. I don't I don't know why. Um, They're just a team that guess hasn't been talked about as much. But I, I do like the lines in this one, but I think I like the under a little bit more. So give me under 46. Okay. I uh, don't really have an opinion on the total, but I do have an opinion on the side here. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions minus a point and a half. Reason's very simple, folks. 
Green Bay should have lost last week, but for a, a shoulder injury, shoulder strain for Derek Carr, they would have lost last week. Jameis Winston came in and apparently in the midst of playing, he did finish the game, but also sustained a concussion is now in concussion protocol. So, but for the fact that New Orleans either had an injured quarterback playing or their starting quarterback also injured, not playing, uh, Green Bay had no business winning this game down 17 nothing in halftime, eking out an 18-17, which, which really annoyed me because I had, of course, the Packers minus a point and a half. So the only way they could win the game and not cover the spread is to win by one, and that's what they did. So in typical Packer fashion. So I am going to ride with Detroit. I am impressed, a very impressive win against Atlanta last week. Uh, I think the better weapons are on the are on the are on are on the Lions. Excuse me, on the Packers, but on the Lions. So uh, better weapons, uh, not as good of a defense, but I trust Jared Goff at this point, even on the road more so than Jordan Love. And I think Detroit's going to come in with some swagger, and uh, I think they're going to come in and knock off the Packers for a second year in a row at Lambeau Field. So give me Detroit minus the point and a half. Detroit minus the point and a half, very good. Yes. All right. You want me to read off the next line? Yes, I and, then we I will, and then I will go first. Yes, go ahead, sir. I forgot we were doing that. Let me alternate. Make, pull, pull this back up here. All right. Our next game, folks, is going to be across the pond, as they say. Uh, a 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, Eastern start. Uh, Falcons versus Jaguars. Jaguars are the three-point favorite uh, the over-under is 43, minus 110 to both the over and the under. Jaguars, minus 162 in the money line. Falcons, plus 136. Benny Buckets, what do you got? Oh, this is the toughest game of the week to pick game day, Greg. It really is. Uh, I think it's hard to pick either side, especially as bad as both quarterbacks have looked so far. At least Trevor Lawrence has a track record of having some solid play last year in the NFL. Desmond Ritter does not. So I'm not going to take a side uh, because you're looking at bad quarterback play and two teams that are heavily dependent on the run right now. Um, I, I'm going with the under. I'm good. I know it's a low total. Uh, I just, I just two, two pretty good defenses, two offenses stuck in neutral, and one quarterback in particular is probably bottom five of the starting quarterbacks in the league in, in Desmond Ritter. So. For all those reasons, I don't love it. I wish I was getting a few more points. 43 is a relatively low total, but it's across the pond. You know, might be kind of sleepy on offense over there and reacclimating. Give me the under. Oh, it's a perfect time to have our first disagreement uh, so early in these week four picks as well. I am going with the over 43, and I actually feel pretty confident about this one, folks. Um, for some of the reasons Benny Buckets was alluding to there. Just because we're stuck in neutral right now doesn't mean we can't shift, baby. Come on. We can get this thing in drive. We can put our foot in the gas pedal. The running game for both these teams is electric. If you look at it, I mean, Bijan Robinson and Travis Etienne are two of probably the top five most athletic running backs in the league. Um, arguably, of course. However, I do think these offenses are going to get going. Uh, the Jacksonville offense, I know, has been sputtering on the passing side of it, but I mean, they have a number one receiver in Calvin Ridley who it, if you give him the ball, he, he will give you number one uh, numbers for sure. And then Desmond Ritter, I, I do have a little bit of a bias here. I, he is a part of my one 
won the uh, future play a year. I have him over in the 2,600 yards. Not looking good, season. sir. Not looking good. <laughs> it's it's on pace. It is. It is. It, I believe it is on pace. So um, if you break it out among 17 games, of course, he has to stay uh, healthy and he has to keep the starting job. But they should be down. I thought they were going to be down in some games, so they're going to have to throw the ball um, to for him to get at least two to 250 a game. That would of course, crush the not crush, but it would it would hit the over on the twenty six hundred. But anyways, getting back to the game, I just think this there there are going to be points here. I think both offenses have something to prove, and uh, I think it could be in this game because uh, the pass yards allowed for the Jaguars is abysmal, folks. Giving up two hundred seventy yards a game <laughs> um, is pretty nuts. So yeah, give me over forty three. Okay, well, we have a disagreement. That's okay. That's one of us will like be right, so one of us will be wrong, or we might push. Both of us might be half right. You never know. Could push because it's, it's a round number, not a half line there. So, all righty. So, moving right along, uh, this is uh, this is the game that I'm sure Game Day Greg will have most uh, watching with bated breath and anticipation here. The Miami Dolphins traveling to Western New York uh, instead of the other way around, <laughs> like last year where – they played in an inferno in Miami. They will be playing in the balmy weather of Western New York, uh, around an 80-degree game-time temperature, from what I understand, for the extended range, long-range forecast there in Western New York. The Bills are favored by 2.5, minus 115. The Dolphins, plus 2.5, minus 105. Total is at 54. This total zoomed up, folks. Opened up at 52.5. It is now up to 54. The Bills are minus 142 on the money line. Miami plus 120. Game day, Greg. Kick us off with your Bills at home. Yes, I did see it move to 54. All right. Folks, 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 this is one of my best bets of the week. What a week it is for Bills country. <laughs> Miami week. This is for the divi- division uh, lead here. So... I am super excited. I will be tailgating this game. I will be <laughs> uh, making my way into the game. Uh, uh, not to my plan, however, uh, things just do happen. Uh, just looking forward to it, folks. This is going to be a shootout. There is not going to be a drop of defense played in this game. I, I <laughs> This game could be at 59 and a half, and I would still take the over. Uh, give me the over 54. I don't know how you stop this off Dolphins offense. Do you think the Bills will play a lot of three safety um, sets to try to at least stop the over-the-top game from the Dolphins? I, I just think you have to play in front. You have to give them a 10-yard cushion at least. You have to get to the quarterback with four guys. You really can't blitz. You got to keep two linebackers out there. Terrell Bernard, folks unbelievable performance last week uh two interceptions two sacks um yeah no was it two interceptions or one interception i now i don't know one interception one interception two sacks um and a fumble recovery and a fumble recovery along with seven solo tackles i believe just another wow performance out of terrell bernard folks i Again, uh, I don't. We don't want to bring this conversation up every week, and we won't. But I, I do think this Bills defense is better than it was last year due to a certain individual departing and another one arriving. So, right. um, be that as it may, uh, <laughs> both 
both names start with T too. That's weird. Um, so yeah, no, I really like points in this game. I just don't think these teams are going to be able to stop one another. It's going to be so much fun to watch. We could have two, 300 plus yard passing, uh, quarterbacks. We could have a couple hundred yard rushers. It, it who knows, or it could be a defensive, defensive stalwart. Who knows? But I, I'm going to ride with the points. So give me over 54, and that will be my first best bet of the week. And go Bills, by the way. Go Bills. And I do want to point out as well, my last point, I'm sure, on this game. This is the second week, I think, in a row that I'm not taking the Bills on it a is. side. It is. He took the over last week, too. Interesting. Well, two weeks ago for week two. Yes. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yes. Yeah. Interesting. That was right. the... Uh... That was the Raiders game. You took the under, I believe, and you lost by a point and a half. Yes, I believe it was 46 and a half, and it was 48 in the game. But, yes, yes that's correct. Yes. So, very good. All right. Well, we we may have to amend how game day Greg blindly picks the Bills. Uh, I am doing this wide eyes wide open, and uh, I am I am going to pick the Bills, as a matter of fact. Uh, whoa. I the Bills. Yes, whoa. Whoa. Hold game the phone. Is this? Whoa. Game day Greg, this is a shocking development. As you know, nobody likes to fade the Bills more than Benny Buckets, uh, more of an emotional hedge than anything. But I do like the Bills. I think a couple reasons. I like the Bills because I think their defense is better than Miami's defense. Uh, Let's get this on record. Hold on. Is, are we recording this? I think we're recording this. <laughs> believe it's being recorded, yes. So I do like their defense better. Um, I think both offenses will be able to move the ball, but I think the Bills – uh, defense will be more likely to stop the Dolphins than the Dolphins defense be able to stop the Bills. And the other thing is, let's fo- let's let's be honest, folks. The Dolphins scored seventy last week on Denver. Uh, they're going to be riding high. They're probably going to be overconfident. And I love a spot where a team's coming in overconfident on the road. Uh, I I just like the Bills. I think it's a good spot for the Bills. I think the fact that. Miami won by so many points, I think, and everyone's talking about how great Miami is. I think that will 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 speak to the ego of some of the Miami players. I'm not going to name any individuals in particular, but certain individuals over there. And I think the Bills will be much more businesslike, and uh, I think that they will be able to beat them. I think what they're going to do is a very similar, uh, a very similar dynamic or a very similar setup as to what you saw the Patriots do to the Dolphins, and because of that, the Pats were able to hold the Dolphins to 24 points in the Sunday night game win in Week 2. It was a cover by Miami, but it was a close game. I think the Bills will do the same, and I think the Bills will be able to keep the Dolphins to under 30. And if they're able to do that, I expect them to win the game So and cover. So give me the Bills minus 2.5. It is not a best bet, but give me the Bills minus 2.5. Bills minus 2.5. You heard it here, folks. I do want to bring up a point that you mentioned there. Um, Bill's more business-like in this game. Now, who do you think is in charge of making sure the Bills are more business-like in this uh, set affair? I would say it's the team captains. I would think Josh Allen would have an impact on that. I would oh. think. I would think. I would think some of the you know Jordan Poyer, Michael Hyde, also team captain. I would think it's going to come from within, from from within the player personnel grouping. Correct. Oh, I certainly agree. Now, within that player personnel grouping, who runs the players? 
runs the player. I mean, the players like, run... like the, the player grouping. Like, who makes sure everyone's together? Who, who gets them in team meetings? Who tells them the game plans? Who gets them hyped up for the games? I mean, they've got who positional coaches. They're like? positional coaches, coordinators. You know, and who like, hires those positional coaches and coordinators? Uh the GM I think has a, a hand in that. I believe. Who was here before in this <laughs> said era? Uh, the GM or the head coach? <laughs> the, the head, co- the, the okay. head coach. <laughs> okay, so really, and uh, listen. My issue, one. my we, issue we is not with the head coach, the guy who should not be my, named. My my the the person who shall not be named. I never had an issue with him in the regular season. He's already sixty-seven and thirty-three. My issue's always been after the season, the the set of games that are single elimination. That if you lose, you go home. And every year, the Bills have played in said tournament. They have lost and gone home and not made a Super Bowl. That is more along the lines of what I am uh, alluding to. That set of games. So do about 31 other teams. Not the games played in January. Not the games played in September, October, November, December, and the first week of January. It's the games played from the second weekend of January all the way through February, where he who shall not be named is trash. So just to be very clear. Trash. Not Trash. Like Forky, folks. Trash. Um. All right, that's a Toy Story Four reference. Uh, don't Not know how that got out. Don't know what. Well, that late is. night recording, folks. Late night okay. recording. All right. All right. Well, uh, I believe it is my turn to go first. So you have to announce the next game, sir. Oh yes, we are doing this. We are doing this announcing. Remember the process here. Oh. Yes, uh, pulling up any buckets with the forgetting of the process. All right, Commanders versus Eagles. Uh, uh, that's not have... what I have here, sir. So Browns, Ravens, the next up on this spreadsheet. But oh, we're going by the spreadsheet. Okay, I thought we were. Right. Yes. Okay. All right, Browns, Ravens. Uh, Browns are three point favorites, minus one hundred five. Uh, Ravens plus three, minus 115. The over-under is 40 and a half, minus 108 to the under, minus 112 to the over. Browns minus 155 on the money line. Ravens plus 130. Benny Buckets, what do you have for us? I am going to take the Browns here. I am a believer in the Cleveland Browns defense. Um, I think the Browns defense is top five in the league. Uh, Deshaun Watson looked better last week in the annihilation that was a 27-3 victory by the Browns over the Titans. Um, The Ravens came off a loss, so that does worry me a little bit. But I just think the Browns are the better overall team. I I think the Ravens are slightly better on offense, but... I think the difference is the discrepancy between the how good the Browns defense is and how good the Ravens defense is is a much bigger discrepancy between the two offenses. So for those reasons and the fact they're at home, give me the Browns minus the three. Go Cleveland. Folks, we're on opposite sides once again, and I was debating making this my upset special and absolutely just blaring it out. However, I, I will save that. Uh, I am going to go with the Ravens in this one, folks, and kind of for the reasons that Benny Buckets was mentioning there, how they are coming off a loss, a tough loss at that in overtime uh, to the Colts. And I don't think the Ravens, I'd like, I should have probably looked up what the Ravens record 
is coming off of loss with Coach Harbaugh there, but uh, have not done that research. If somebody could do that, that'd be great. Um, however, I just do think this Ravens offense is a little bit better than the Browns. I don't like this Browns team. I never have. I never will with Sean Watson on them. Um, and the Browns haven't played anybody this year. They played the Titans, the Steelers, and the Bengals. Three very underperforming teams this year um so far so i will take the ravens plus three and i'd actually do a little sprinkle a little little sprinkle on the ravens money line there so my last sprinkle turned out all right uh we'll save that for the next show but yeah give me ravens plus three all right there you heard it folks he's going ravens plus three all right next game up we have here uh is the probably the most unwatchable game in the history of the nfl folks we got the Denver Broncos against the Chicago Bears. The line is the Bears are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against the Broncos, minus three-and-a-half, minus 105. Bears minus 115 on the plus three-and-a-half side. Total is 45-and-a-half in the game, minus 112 to the over, minus 108 to the under. Denver minus 170 on the money line, uh, and the Bears plus 142. Incidentally, folks, I don't know if it's changed, but as of yesterday, you can get tickets on StubHub for this game for a whopping $2.16. Your fees wow. would be more than your ticket itself. So just uh, not sure if that has changed. I, I think we could. we could. Uh, let's look it up, folks. Let's let's have some fun here. Let's see if that has uh, gone up or down in price, folks, because why not? Because that's what we do here. Online breaker sports. We give you editorial time zones. We 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 uh, some okay. some of us some of our crew members don't understand time zones. It's eight uh, o'clock at night. Okay, stop. It's eight thirty. I yes, and it's yes. Uh, so we did have <laughs> to. Yes, eight thirty. Very late. This isn't our full time job here, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, keep cannot, it rolling. Keep it. Let's see. Uh, yes, it does let's appear that tell us something. Anyway, uh, regardless, uh, so never mind. We will we will defer. So go ahead, Gabe Nick. What is the what is the play here? I'll tell you what the play is. Don't watch it. Um, but the actual play is under 46, zero analysis. I'm not gonna watch this game. I don't even want to hear any of the highlights, uh, or see any of the highlights. So yeah. I have Justin Fields as my starting uh fantasy quarterback in one of my leagues. <laughs> Yikes. I know uh, skill position players are dynamite, but yeah, quarterback needs a lot of work. So yeah, just give me under 46, set it and forget it. Okay. I am going to go, uh, give me the bears three and a half points at home. Two teams that are probably equally as bad as each other. And I'm getting three and a half at home. Give me the bears. Uh, they might lose and they still can cover with a down losing by a field goal. So I'm not going to analyze this one here too much folks. It's uh it's a, this is a game to set football back about 77 years. So uh, it, I, I, I would suggest root canal over watching this game, folks. It probably would be a more pleasurable experience. So uh, give me the Bears plus three and a half, uh, as Gaden Gray would say. <laughs> set it and forget it, uh, like Ron Popeil back in the day. So uh, next up here, folks, uh, we are going back to the spreadsheet because uh, – so you said under 45 and a half, correct, sir? That was your pick, I believe. Right. Uh, sure. If it's forty-five and a half, yeah, it is. It's forty-five and a half. Okay. And I said Bears plus. Okay. So next up here, folks, uh, we are going to go to the Steelers and the Texans. Uh, let's see here. 
Steelers on the road in Houston, minus two and a half, minus 118. Texans plus two and a half, minus 102. Total in this game, 42 and a half, minus 110 to both the over and the under. Steelers minus 148 on the money line. Texans plus 124. This is my upset special. Wow. Upset special. The upset special, folks. Give me Texans plus two and a half. I understand both starting tackles are out for the Texans. Their offensive line is atrocious, but I don't care. I am enjoying this Houston Texans team and what C.J. Stroud has to offer them and their young, talented wide receivers and Tank Dell and Nico Collins. Um, They're a fun team. I I enjoy watching that offense. They are letting C.J. Stroud loose. He's throwing the ball. I think he's top five in yards so far in the NFL this year. I believe that's correct, correct. yes. Um, And I don't like the Steelers' offense. I mean, Matt Canada has to be the worst offensive coordinator in football, folks. Uh, for all of those names on that offense, they, they can't move the ball. And uh, I don't think they're going to be able to on Sunday either. So give me the Texans, not only plus two and a half, but to win outright on the money line, plus 124. Okay, well, we uh, we have our second disagreement here. Heads up. I like the Steelers, folks. The Texans had their Super Bowl last week. They beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. The Steelers are just playing a good brand, man. They're playing a good. They were they they won outright on the on the road last week against the Raiders as an underdog. Um, Mike Tomlin it's, against a rookie head coach. Wow, the Raiders. This is not. This is just not a very fair fight, folks. And you're right. The Texans are going to be missing both offensive tackles, which is a uh, little yum yum time for Mr. T.J. Watt and uh, Orlando Highsmith. So or Alex Highsmith, not Orlando. Alex Highsmith. So give me the Steelers here. The Texans aren't going to be able to move the ball on these guys. Steelers win this game easily and cover as well. Steelers minus two and a half. Steelers minus two and a half. That's going to be the game of the week, folks. We're going to have to. We're heads up there, too. Uh, Next game up here, I believe it does your turn to introduce it, sir. Rams. Yes, I was getting to it. Uh, Thank you for allowing me to introduce. (laughs) Once again there, sir. All right, we have the the Rams and the Colts. Uh, Colts are plus one and a half, minus one twelve. Rams minus one and a half, minus one oh eight. The over under is forty seven, minus one twelve to the under, minus one oh eight to the over. And the Rams minus one eighteen on the money line. Colts minus one oh two. Benny buckets. Yeah, give me the home dog here. I am a believer. I was not a believer before the year without. Without uh, without Jonathan Taylor, but a very impressive win last week against the Ravens. Uh, I like what they're doing. I think there's a lot of fight in this Colts team. Uh, the Rams, I don't know if they're staying on the East Coast or they are flying back to Los Angeles and then coming back East because they just played a Monday night game in, in uh, Cincinnati. I'm assuming they're just staying in West Virginia, which is where most of the West Coast teams stay. If they have two straight East Coast uh, games, especially on a short week. But I don't really care. I, I just don't think the Rams are that good. I, you know, I think their win against the Seahawks was an anomaly uh, and not a trend of things to come. Uh, Anthony Richardson did practice today. He's still technically in the concussion protocol, but I would expect him to actually play in this game if he's practicing already on Wednesday. No reason to think he won't be able to play on Sunday. And even if he doesn't, Gardner Minshew, probably the best backup quarterback in all of the NFL. So I don't care who the quarterback is. 
frankly, I still think the Colts will win Minshew or Anthony Richardson. So give me the Colts. I think you're going to win this game outright. This is... One day, folks, one day we will get that right. One day we will get that right. That uh, wasn't even close. He still doesn't have his earphones in. That wasn't even close to being recorded. Oh, but the, the arms were flailing. The 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 words were spewing out of his mouth. It was quite the spectacle. We always enjoy that. This I is wish my upset else. special, folks. It's my upset special. Oh, oh, is that what it was? Okay. Unfortunately, I guess oh. you couldn't hear it, but that's okay. So whatever. It's still my upset special. Upset special. All right. Perfect. I am going the other way. Of course you Rams, are. My- Rams minus one and a half. Uh, I disagree with Benny Buckets. I do think this Rams offense is electric with Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell, Kyron Williams. You have Matt Stafford slinging the ball around like he's in his old days over there in Detroit. Uh, Listen, they only lost by a touchdown to the Niners. Uh, They were in that game the entire uh, They lost by 10. Sean McVay just wanted to c- cover the spread because he had a bet on the game. Let's be honest about that. They were down by 10 with two. Again, they, they, they lost by seven. Oh, okay. um, and sure. they, they just lost. They just lost to the Bengals. That was a tough game. The Bengals weren't going to go down. Oh, and three, you know that. So those are two, those are tough opponents they've played. And I do think this Colts defense is a lot less of an opponent as opposed to the defenses they have played. I see a lot of passing yards. I like Stafford's passing props. I like uh, every receiver on the Rams passing prop or receiving props as well. So yeah, give me the Rams to win this one. And this line moved quite a bit. I picked these games two or three days ago and the Rams were a one and a half point dog. And now they're a one and a half point favorite. So uh, looks like the money's coming in on the Rams. I will take the Rams. The last game to do this was the Steelers Sunday night against the Raiders. They were one half point favorite. They ended up a three point dog. So be forewarned on those fishy lines where they move across the zero, folks. Just be be forewarned. But Greg, not adhering to such advice. But that's okay. No worries. That that's a little by. Uh, it's a bit interesting forewarning. Okay, all right. Especially if the pick wins, we are warning about a pick win. Interesting. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, uh, so we're gonna go with the next game up here is uh, the Buccaneers and the Saints. Uh, interesting game. Kind of probably a hard game to pick because nobody knows who the Saints' quarterback is going to be. Derek Carr would appear to be out week to week with a strained shoulder. And Jameis Winston's still in the concussion protocol. So it could be Taysom Hill for all we know, folks. But regardless, Saints are minus three and a half, minus one oh two. Bucks plus three and a half, minus one eighteen. Total in this game, 40 and a half. Um over minus one away, under minus one twelve. Excuse me, folks. Minus uh money line is Saints minus one sixty six, Bucks plus one forty. Bad game, big right. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks plus three and a half here for exactly what Benny Bucket said. We don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be for the Saints. Uh, yes, Alvin Kamara will be back, right? He'll be back this week, I believe. I believe, yes, this is his first week back. So uh, that'll help them, but I still think the Bucks can win this one. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much insight. I'm not going to watch this game. Just give me the Bucks plus three and a half. 
Yeah. Um, before I get into the game, I do want to just say, because sometimes it comes come across in the audio, I was joking about Sean McVay having a bet on the game. He's not Pete Rose, but it was interesting how he kicked a field goal to cover the spread. So if you are listening, Mr. McVay or Sean. Oh, oh that's my, the reason you had to clarify. My, okay, my yes. apologies. My apologies. We, we apologize, Mr. McVay. We'd love to have you on the show. Uh, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, regardless, back to the game at hand. I just want to make sure that that addendum was in there. since We don't edit out information on the podcast typically. So just want to make that addendum. But uh, anyway, getting back to the game. Uh, at hand, I am going to go with the under. Uh, we don't know who's playing for the Saints at quarterback. We're dealing with two pretty good defenses. Uh, one very, very good borderline, great defense in the Saints. I don't think the Bucks are going to be able to move the ball at all. And without a viable option, a quarterback other than Taysom Hill would appear. I don't think the Saints would be probably able to move it either. So give me the under 40 and a half for those reasons. Not going to spend a lot of time on it. Probably also and not as bad as Bears Broncos, but also will probably set offensive football back about thirty years. So, you mean under forty and a half, he says. Under Perfect. 40 and a half. All right, moving right along, we have the Commanders facing off against the Eagles in Philly. Eagles are eight point favorites, minus one twelve. Commanders eight point dogs, minus one oh eight. Over under forty three and a half, minus one twelve to the over, minus one oh eight to the under. Commanders plus 285 on the money line. Eagles minus 360 on the money line. Benny Buckets. Um, Let's see here. So Commanders, Eagles. What is the total against her? I apologize. Oh, we were not paying attention. That's okay. Uh, 43 and a half. 43 and a half. Hmm. Okay. Um, Give me... A tough one. Oh, we haven't made up our mind. Okay. I was thinking I was thinking one way, and then you told me the total. I think the total's a little low though. Um yeah, give me the over 43. I mean, I was not leaning that way, I was leading towards the uh leading towards the um the the, the Eagles minus eight, but I feel this is too big of a number. I'm not confident at all in taking the commanders plus eight. And I just feel like the numbers – I think the Eagles will be able to put up between 25 and 30, which means I all I need from the commander is eight between 18 and four, and 13 to, to at least get a push. So I like that. I think they'll be able to put up 20 points to the commander. So I like the uh, – I like the – I like the over. I mean the over 43. 43 and a half. 43 and a half. Four, 43 and a half? Yes. I still like over 43 and a half. That's fine. Okay. Over 43 and a half. All right. I'm going to go with Benny Buckets. Other option there. Eagles minus eight. I don't think the points could be enough here. I think you could put it at 11, 12, 13. I'd still take the Eagles. Oh, that Maple Leafs scored against the Sabres in the preseason, folks. Uh, that, in case you're wondering what we are, or at least what game day is watching. Um, yeah, I like the Eagles in this one. The Commanders' defense, folks, looks terrible. Um, yes, they do have a good front four, all first-round draft picks. I understand that, but the Bills expose them big time. And I think this Eagles offense can put up those kind of numbers against the Commanders. I could see this being like a 37-10 game. Uh, so give me the Eagles minus eight. It's just clearly the better team. Okay, Eagles minus eight it is. Next game up, the uh, second-to-last game of the 1 o'clock slate, Bengals-Titans. Titans 
are two and a half point underdog at home. Bengals minus two and a half. Both sides are minus one ten. Total in the game over four. Uh, sorry, forty and a half over minus one twelve under minus one oh eight. Uh, Bengals are minus one thirty on the money line, and the Titans are plus one ten. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals minus two and a half here. Uh, bounce back week for them last week. They can't fall to one and three, especially in that division uh, where the competition will be close, I think, until the end, um, especially with those four teams. I, and I don't like the Titans. <laughs> they rely so much on the run, and who knows what Derrick Henry is going to produce, uh, it seems like, on a week-to-week basis, at least this year. So, yeah, give me the Bengals minus two and a half. I'm not going to watch this game either. This is another yikes game for me. Okay. Uh, we have a fa- first family play of the week, folks. I know you like to hear the disagreements. I think we've already had three. Very nice. First family play. I no am going, going with the Bengals as well. It's the better team, better quarterback, equal defense, better offense, better offensive line. Uh, don't love the fact that the Titans coming off getting absolutely ramrodded by the uh, by the Browns there. I think they'll probably be up for this one, but uh, I you know Bengals don't want to fall to one and three. I agree with Gandy Greg, um, and they're just the better team in all the kind of the most important as- aspects and facets of the game. So uh, maybe besides coaching, I probably take Vrabel over Zach Taylor. But other than that, I like the bang. I like the Bengals more so, pretty much in every other facet of the game. So give me the Bengals minus two and a half. Agree, not a great game, not a not a particularly entertaining watch, but it's there, I guess, if you live in one of the local TV markets and you're a fan of the team. So, all righty. Uh, right. Next up, I think Game A. Greg's got the last one o'clock game for us here. So. Yes, thank you for the introduction. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> That's all right. That's what happens when we forget uh, whose turn it is. Um, Vikings versus Panthers, last game of the one o'clock slate, folks. Uh, Vikings are four and a half point favorites, minus 108. Panthers, four and a half point dogs, minus 112. The over under is set at 45 and a half, uh, minus 108 to the over, minus 112 to the under. Vikings, minus 205 on the money line. Panthers, plus 170. The buckets of Ben, what do you have? Yeah, I'm going to go with the over 45 and a half. I don't have a good feeling on this one. This is probably the least confident I have in any of these plays other than the Bears plus three and a half. I would stay away. Uh, I don't like laying four and a half with an 0-3 team on the road, even though they're playing another 0-3 team. Um, And I feel like the Vikings are going to be able to move the ball on the Panthers, and the Vikings defense is just absolutely hot garbage. So. Uh, yeah, I expected it to be better this year with Brian Flores, but at least as of yet, it has not made a hell of beans worth of difference. Who the, I mean, they could bring Vince Lombardi or Bill Belichick in as defense coordinator. I don't think the Vikings are going to, it's not going to help. It doesn't matter who the DC is. So, uh, for those reasons, I will go with the over 45 and a half. Over 45 and a half. Another game to set and forget, folks. This is, again, another just absolutely just terrible game. A lot of bad games this weekend, DNA, Greg. Yeah, I, I, I think so. A lot of set and forgets. But a couple couple highlight games, like the, the Bills game there. Um, yeah. yep. I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I think this is going to be their coming out party uh, against the Panthers team without their starting quarterback in Bryce Young. That might be an upgrade, out. actually. I mean, they scored it might be, 27 it might points be for, last first, week, so. 
Yeah, for the first two weeks of play. Uh, yeah, Bryce Young hasn't looked the best. Um, I did. I believe I did mention that. I, I CJ Stroud was my favorite quarterback coming out. Um, but yeah, no, I'll take the Vikings minus four and a half. I just think this offense is not going to be able to be stopped by this Panthers defense. And I think Brian Flores Vikings defense gonna is going to step up. Why not against the Panthers on the road? Uh, have a nice celebratory flight home from uh, Panthers there, so or Carolina there. So yeah, give me the Vikings minus four and a half. Okay, Vikings minus four and a half for game day, Greg. All right, all right. Next game up here, folks. We've got the first of the four o'clock slate, the only four o five game on the slate. The Chargers are going to be taking on, at home in SoFi Stadium, the Las Vegas, formerly the Oakland Raiders. The line is Chargers minus 5.5, minus 108 on the Chargers, plus 5.5 on the Raiders, minus 112. Totals 48.5. Chargers minus 225 on the money line, Raiders plus 185. I like the Chargers in this one, folks. My best bets. What did we say the line was? I had it at six. Five and a half. It is five and a half. It is five and a half on DraftKings. Even better. Uh, Even though some of the Chargers' weapons are banged up, some out for the year, uh, Eckler is, I believe, questionable to come back this week. Um, I I still like Justin Herbert over this Raiders-led team. Josh McDaniels is not a capable coach, folks. He will get fired. It's just a matter of whether this will be in season or at the end of the year. I understand he has a long contract, but I don't think that's going to really matter. Um, Yeah, I'll just take the Chargers at home here. Not like home really matters for the Chargers because this will be predominantly the Raiders uh, fan base. However, I don't think that necessarily matters. So, yeah, Chargers minus five and a half. Yeah, um, they did barely cover last week, the Chargers there. Um, but it's still Charger, Chargering, and I yeah, we can't take the Chargers. Not with five and a half. That's way too many points. I am going to go a different direction. I really don't feel confident in the Raiders either, mainly because Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he will not be playing in this game. And the, the perennial backup with every team in the league, uh, seemingly ever, who's ever played in every every single city that's ever been uh, that's ever had a NFL franchise before. That being the former P- Penn State grad, great Brian Steny Hoyer. A uh, little political reference there for you folks who don't know who Steny Hoyer is, but little political reference. But give me give me the under under forty eight now. I just don't think with Brian Hoyer in. I don't think we're going to have as many points. It's going to be a lower-scoring game. Uh, both teams like to run the ball, especially the Raiders without Garoppolo. Chargers a little bit less so because Eckler is is out for this game, I would imagine, more than likely. So give me under 48.5. That's my play there on this game. Another set-and-forget game, folks, because of Another no. set-and-forget game, he says. All right. Next game up here, uh, first of the 425 games, Patriots. Uh, going to play the Cowboys in Jerry World. Uh, Patriots are six and a half point dogs, minus 105. Cowboys, minus six and a half, minus 115. The over-under set at 43, minus 108 to the over, minus 112 to the under. Patriots, plus 230 on the money line. Cowboys, minus 285 on the money line. Benny Buckets? Yeah, this is going to be my best bet, one of my best bets. Give me the Cowboys. Uh 
after getting embarrassed by the Cardinals, uh, and the biggest upset probably will be the biggest upset likely of the whole NFL season. Uh, listen, the Patriots, good defense. They can't move the ball. Mac Jones stinks. Uh, 15 points against the Jets, barely won that game. Two of those points came out via safety, so really 13 points from the offense. Uh, and I think the Cowboys, after dealing with the Trayvon Diggs injury, getting back over that, uh, I would assume two, uh, some of their offensive linemen, they missed three out of their five offensive linemen against the Cardinals, were out to injury. I believe at least two of them are going to be back in this game. So I like the Cowboys minus six and a half, just the way better team. I think we're getting them in a great spot off of a blowout. So I think they're going to, they're not going to take any chances here and they're going to absolutely blow out the Patriots. I think this personally, I put this line at about nine and a half. I think you're getting about three points of value here. So give me the Cowboys minus six and a half best bet. Number one. I agree for all the same reasons. Best bet. Number three, let's move on. All right. We've got the Cardinals versus the 49ers. Or wait, did, did I just, I already I introduced this one, so you go ahead and introduce. Yes, Cardinals <laughs> I completely versus, jumped the gun. I just that's okay, folks. Cardinals versus the 49ers. The spread is minus fourteen. The Niners minus one hundred eight, minus fourteen. Cardinals plus one plus. Sorry, excuse me, plus fourteen minus one twelve. Total of this game is forty four minus one twelve to the over minus one hundred eight to the under. Um, Excuse me, uh, minus 950 on the money line for the Niners, plus 625 on the money line for the Cardinals. Go ahead. Game day, Greg. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. And I was debating between the over and the 49ers spread, but I'm just playing the numbers game here. If the 49ers score in the 30s, which I do believe they will certainly do against these Cardinals defense, I could see the Cardinals putting up two touchdowns. Uh, which is what it would take to get the over. So just simply on a numbers play, uh, this is my numbers play of the week. Give me over 44. Okay, interesting. Yeah, we got a family play here, folks. Uh, we agree um, on the over. I think that the Niners will be able to put upper 20s, low 30s on the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals will be able to put up about 17 on the on the Niners. So for that, those reasons, I agree. Give me the uh, over in this game as well. Over, very good. All right. Moving right along to the Sunday night affair. Who better to kick (laughs) us off here? We have the Kansas City Chiefs against the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. This line is... Only at nine and a half, uh, Chiefs minus nine and a half, minus 115, Jets plus nine and a half, minus 105. The over under is set at 41 and a half, minus 108 to the over, minus 112 to the under. Chiefs only at minus 410 on the money line, and Jets are at plus 320 on the money line. Benny, B U C K E T S buckets buckets buckets. What do you have for us in this game, sir? I can't wait to hear how you're going to spin this to be at some pro Jets talk. So let's hear. Well, it. well, according to DraftKings here, ninety-one percent of the spread bets are on the Chiefs. Ninety-six percent of the tickets are on the money line. Uh, and the weird thing is, even with all those bets. This line is not moved. It opened at nine. It's at nine and a half. 
This is a very, very fishy line. The fact they're taking all these bets on the Chiefs and none on the Jets, and the line has only moved half a point. Don't you very, dare overthink this. It's very, very concerning. However, however. Don't you dare overthink this. This I said, however, this is the bet of the year, folks. This is, this is Zach Wilson against the top 10 Chiefs defense. However, this is the bet of the year. Bet of the year. That's what we allude. This is that was your <laughs> the bet of the wow. year is the Chiefs minus nine and a half, folks. Zach Wilson against the top ten Chiefs defense. Zach Wilson, listen, all Trevor Simeon's gotta do here, folks, or Tim Boyle, whoever the back of it is, just wait, sit back, and let Zach Wilson self-destruct to get his opportunity to get snaps and get in the game. So uh yeah, I just I think the Jets fans will be on him. I think it is actually a benefit that this game is in the Meadowlands for the Chiefs and not a road game because I know that the Jet fan base is going to be all is already all over Zach Wilson, and that's not going to change uh, no matter what happens on Sunday night. I think the Chiefs Chiefs by twenty. I mean, I mean, I I honestly think the Chiefs are going to win this game by seventeen plus. I really think we're getting. I think where it should be is probably thirteen and a half, fourteen. We're getting four and a half points of value. You almost never see that in the NFL, four to four and a half points of value. I really don't it, – it still confounds me how this opened up at nine and so much of the money's on the Chiefs, and yet the line has barely moved. So a little fishy line action here, but I'm I'm taking the bait, folks. I'm taking the bait. Uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs. A little fishy, however, it's his game of the year. A little fishy, a little fishy, however, game of the year. Best so bet number be- two. Best bet number two, folks. Best bet number two. All right. Well, I certainly agree. Uh, Chiefs minus nine and a half. <laughs> this Jets team. <laughs> here comes Trevor Simeon to the practice squad. Uh, here, here he comes to the rescue. Uh, oh, man. The fact that the quarterback play is affecting the entire team. It's so funny. It's so funny. I mean... It's just so funny. I I don't know. Yeah, same reason. Chiefs, minus nine and a half. In front of the Jets fans, it's going to be awesome. Absolutely awesome. I will be locked in for every second. Right. Fireman Ed. Fireman Ed, he's going to fall over this game. I will predict. No, just kidding. Fireman Ed will live forever. All right. Last game of the week, Monday last Night Football. Monday Night Football the- in the same venue as the Sunday Night game, ironically. But oh, it's a weird team playing. We got going. Oh, I I thought we were uh, lip flopping. Uh, no, I'm 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 announcing it first, and then you get to pick first. Oh, right. Okay. The, All right. And yeah. then Greg, a little a little oh, confusion. We there. are okay. we are so close to bedtime, folks. Uh, but yes, bedtime at eight forty at night. Uh, very, uh, very again. Good. You don't. It's eight fifty. Uh, sorry, the, sorry, I didn't give you credit for the nine minutes. Eight forty. I am I listen. I am in bed, asleep by nine thirty. So we we don't have much time. Well, left. you have something in common with Joe Biden. So I'll give you that much. So you know, I didn't didn't know you were an octogenarian in, in, in the ripe old age of thirty one. But uh, you know, good for you, sir. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Well, we can cut and edit. And by we, I mean me. All right. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, there, bud. All right. All right. Giants minus one, minus 110. Seahawks plus one, minus 110. Total in this game is 47, minus 112 to the over for the C, uh, to the to the over, minus 108 to the under 47. 
Seahawks minus 105 on the money line. Giants are minus 115. I will note that this line opened up Seahawks plus two. It's down to Seahawks plus one. Go ahead, Game Baker. I am going to take the under here. This is going to be a Monday night football game that I don't think will be very exciting. Um, Yeah, I'll just take the under. No analysis. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks plus the one. Uh, Giants are guys. Uh, they did have a great last 17 minutes against the uh, Cardinals out here in Arizona. But other than that, this team's been straight, straight uh, manure. But frankly, the Giants not not very good. Seahawks have been fantastic. Uh, really looked good last week uh, against the uh, Panthers, and I forget who they won against the week before, but they won that game too. Oh, it was the Lions? Excuse me, Lions in overtime. Very impressive road win. Already one and zero on the road. I fully expect them to be two and zero on the road. They could beat the Lions in Detroit. They should have no problem beating the Giants in 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 New Jersey. So, uh, or in East Rutherford. So, give me the Seahawks plus one. I'm just deciding here. Yes, it will have to be. That is going to be my third best bet of the week. Seahawks plus one. So for Benny Buckets on the best bet, Seahawks plus one. Cowboys minus six and a half. And then my last best bet is going to be the Chiefs minus nine and a half against the JETS. For game day, Greg, what is your best bets again, sir? I believe we had you on the... uh, what do we have here? Um, Got to write them down. So, oh, you had the over 54 in Dolphins Bills. I did remember that. Yes. Uh, your upset special is the Ravens plus three. That, we got that on the books. Yep. Um, no, you said the Texans plus two and a half are up for the special. Excuse me. Yes. yes that's um, were the Chiefs plus, had... Were the Chiefs minus nine and a half? Was that a best bet? I don't remember. Yes, Chiefs minus nine and a half was my third best bet, and okay. Chargers minus five and a half. Oh, Chargers minus five and a half. Okay, so those are your picks, folks, for a week number four in the National Football League for game day. Greg, this is Benny Buckets signing off. Until next time. Wow! Quick sign off. I love it. I love sign- it. All right. <laughs> We've got oh, the memo. I'm waving, day, folks. Greg. I'm waving to everybody. This is this is a miracle. Oh, day, Greg, right. very, 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 uh, very, very tired. I get and stay tuned, hours. folks, for episode 19. Be on the lookout. Episode 19, the soccer talk. Much awaited soccer talk. Absolutely. I am so looking forward to soccer <laughs> talk. I can't wait to record that one. So so much right. for us so much for a short sign off. Game day Greg has extended it by at least double. I have extended the sign off. I am game day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. Enjoy your week, folks. Hug your loved ones and yeah, be kind to one another. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>